I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Socks. Shoes. What was invented first? I think they were probably invented on the same day. But you may find out, and I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Seamless, seamless, seamless. Why'd you rush at the end? I thought I was running out of time. <laughs> I haven't measured, I haven't got that song figured out yet. <laughs> I think you've already done socks. Did I do socks and shoes? No, I don't think you did no. socks and shoes. Yeah, but I didn't ask whether when they were invented. Mm-hmm. Socks, socks, you could be a puppet or on your feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what, what, that's a good question, though. Do you reckon the shoe was invented and someone was like, this doesn't feel good, get a sock involved? Or do you reckon someone was knitting socks and they were like, oh, you know, it would be good on this, a harder type of thing to protect your feet? I think shoes. I'm guessing first. shoes first. Yeah. Sandals Sandal- that evolved into sandals, shoes. Yeah. Sandals were invented and then yeah. the sock. Came oh, okay. along. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to do an episode now to find out. Yeah, we have to do an episode. I'm not going to research anything on it. I don't want to <laughs> cheat. I'll, ne- I'll never know. I'll never know. I would like to say we don't have to do an episode on that. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Suit yourself. <laughs> You're going to miss out. <laughs> what are you suits. You do an episode on suits. <laughs> yeah. I, I, suits. Yeah. I, the TV I, show I, I or the clothes? <laughs> yeah, I could do Like, I want to do an episode on uh, if you can find anyone who's an expert on the A team. You could do that for me. <laughs> yeah. right. We'll get right on that. Yeah. We'll get Mr. T. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. Yeah, Mr. T would do it. Anyone who can get me. Oh, uh, maybe we can get Mr. T. I think I could. He's not do, dead. I could definitely do an episode on Star Wars if they mm-hmm. if you got a Star Wars expert on. I I could uh, I could do pretty good on the Star Wars. My nephews could be the expert, or your son. Yeah, yeah, but I know more than him. <laughs> I know more than him. I'm teaching him all the time. He doesn't even know about caravan of fucking courage. All right, idiot. What is that? Bloody hell, Jack. I've, I had to explain it to Hank all last night. Uh, it's it's just an Ewok-based movie. Oh, okay, okay. They also did Return to Endor, just Ewok movies. Okay, yeah, I've, I haven't seen any Ewok movies. He, he's still alive, Mr. T. Yeah, I bet we could get him. Good, uh, he's still alive. He does he, of course he's still alive. He's 68. He's on TV, he does adverts and stuff. What advertisements? He does like a Snickers commercial where it's like, oh, uh, yeah. you get angry when you're, when you're hangry. You know, have a Snickers and then like an old bloke has a Snickers and then he's Mr. T. He had a reality show uh, in yeah, 2006 called I Pity the Fool. Yeah, I Pity that the Fool. That sounds great. Uh, <laughs> I would like to watch that. <laughs> I used to own a Mr. T soap on a rope. I had it in a box because I thought it would become a collector's item. <laughs> Wait. It was... <laughs> you, were gonna, you thought you were going to get rich by Mr. T soap? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a Mr. T soap on a rope with a thing, yeah, and yeah. I kept it in its original box, and it was from the era. I know, was... but you thought like one day this I, I got thousands. it. I found it in Britain somewhere, and I thought, I'll keep that. Do you still have it? No, nah, uh, I don't know where it is. I, 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 I want to hang that on the wall so <laughs> yeah, badly. Awesome. What happened was I had like a storage unit in Britain that I kept on thinking I wasn't going to move over here forever. So I stored all my stuff in, in Britain. And then I just stayed in America and I never went back to England. And I, my friend, Andrew Maxwell, I just said, you can have it all. So he might have the soap on the rope. 
going to have to reach out I just, to him. I just gave him like my speakers and stuff. I think he gave me a bit of money, but you know, Andrew Maxwell t- took the stuff. So he might have the soap and the rope. We'll find it. What do you uh, <laughs> What do you got for us today, Jack? I have a new segment. I call it the name game, which is I, I'll, I have a list of names and I'll read them off. And then you guys have to determine whether or not today, if this is a NASCAR driver from the 90s or a current sheriff in Alabama. Why does it have to be from the 90s? Why can't you get me an 80s NASCAR driver? Why have you limited yourself so much to one decade of NASCAR? I know the ones from the 90s, and I know they're funny. You you follow NASCAR? Yeah. Only in the 90s. Only in the 90s. I had a, I had a NASCAR <laughs> 90, 1999 video game my brother and I played all the time, so we knew all the drivers, all the cars, all the numbers, all the brands. It was just turning left? Yeah, it was an easy game. <laughs> for, a, for a video game? That's a bit... Yeah. Look, it was hard. You get carpal tunnel? <laughs> what? So this is the name game. It's this called. is the name game. Okay, and, and what are, what are the, the options? Nineties NASCAR and what? A current sheriff in Alabama. And a current sheriff in Alabama. You ready, kids? It's harder than you think. All right, this is the debut of this. Segment. There's, there's no reason I'd know either of these ones. <laughs> we just have to feel it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go with your heart. It's all confidence. All right. Name number one: Hut Strickland. Hut Strickland down the straight. Hut Strickland. Hut Strickland. Hut Strickland. Oh, Hut Strickland spun out. Oh, what? why did you shoot me, Hut Strickland? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he was a sheriff in Alabama. Do you guys want to join in too? Wait, currently is a sheriff? Currently a sheriff. I'm going to go NASCAR just to sheriff. make it interesting. Sheriff Strickland. <laughs> He's a NASCAR driver. He drove for the, the McDonald's car and the Circuit City car. Wow. Yeah, that's why I know I'm a big fan of Circuit City. Yeah, I, I miss Circuit City. Isn't it gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 90s. <laughs> Uh, next, J.D. McDuffel. Right, that's a NASCAR driver all day. Oh. All day. All day. McDuffel? McDuffel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's... What the fuck is McDuffel? <laughs> and it, he must have driven for the McDonald's car as well. I, I think he's a sheriff who takes people's drugs and put him, puts them in his McDuffel bag, <laughs> and they go to jail. He is a NASCAR driver, yeah, and he drove the Rumple car. I don't remember Jesus. what Rumple is. What's Rumple? <laughs> I think it might be a furniture store. I don't remember what Rumple Rumble? I'm looking it up right now. JD right. McDuffel in the Rumble car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is he a winner, JD McDuffel? I doubt it. He doesn't sound like a winner. What? Oh, hateful. I can't even yeah. Google it. Rumple? How do you spell it? It's not even coming out of The way it sounds, Rumple. No, I'm put, sure we'll put, get comments put, on it. Put JD McDuffel in, and Wait. then you can see the Ruffle car, and you, then you'll know how to sure do it. It's not R U M P L? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rumple. Oh, that's like not, still skin. They, they rumple spelled with an e though. Yeah, but that's blankets, how else would you pronounce that? Rumple Incorporated. Be warm and comfortable everywhere. Rumple blankets. Oh, nice. It's a blanket car. Inspired <laughs> by nature and outdoors and crafting. So, so he's basically like, what's the one that you put over your head? The koozie or whatever. What's it called? Like a koozie. Yeah, the the snuggie. Yeah, yeah, it was the snuggie. It was the snuggie of its day. Yeah, yeah. Still around. <laughs> Had a car. He just took naps in his car. They're making masks. Does anyone own a Snuggie? They reckon that they sold like hotcakes for a while and now they can't. Yeah, yeah, of course, Luis has those. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's very on brand for him. The Rumble has been. Let me me guess the color of your. your, I'm not going to say like green because you're Mexican or anything like that. I I think. I don't really see you in blue. I think you have a red Snuggie. It is blue, but uh, I should add it's a knockoff brand. Uh, oh, it's called, oh, it's called the Snoogie. <laughs> it's the S-Noogie. <laughs> S-Noogie. <laughs> is it really? No, I think it was like a Snuggle or something. It uh, was something like very... Something that's slightly creepier than yeah. Snuggie? Slanky. Slanky. Oh, I want to say that's what it was. I don't like that. Let me tell you. The <laughs> oh, ru- slank it, probably. Do you, ever, do you ever use your Snuggie? Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Still to this day. I've got it. I got it in like 
or 10 years ago, probably. Still do it. And on the couch, you snuggy up and you go, all right, that's me done for yeah. the night. Usually don't tell anyone about it, so I'm glad it's out there now. <laughs> do, you, people know. Do, you, do you have a snuggy in front of women? Do you ever like, uh, hey? No, yeah. that's that's where I draw the line. First, he has to be in front of women. No, but like, 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 <laughs> like when someone becomes like a girlfriend, you're like, I think I can show this to you now. Um, I'm a snuggy guy. I did have it in the trunk of my car for a while, and what like, your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I went through a phase where I played the guitar a lot, like thinking girls would like it. So I had a guitar in my my sling. I don't know if there's I don't know if a, if there's a worse outfit than a snuggy for playing guitar. <laughs> it's it's basically just a poncho, isn't it? Or does it have sleeves? No, it's got sleeves. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just like you were a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a blanket just with a hole in the top. I got to tell you, the rumple blankets look good. We it's ba- it's, it's, a sponsor. it's basically we're, just a sleeping... We've been, we've been having a fun time over here, Forrest. <laughs> Forrest has been predisposed. He's shopping right yeah, now. He just added slinky. something to cart. No, no, it's, 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 I did a joke about Louise killing his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a puffy blanket. It's like a sleeping bag, but just a blanket. They just They took away the zipper and they just made it into a blanket. Outside Magazine calls it the Cadillac of Blankets. Wow. Wow. Outdoor Blankets. Cadillac of Outdoor Blankets. Damn. Why do they want to say the Cadillac of? Cadillacs are shit. (laughs) Yeah. I know back in the day they must have been good, but it's it's like- It's like Cadillacs aren't good. <laughs> Old Cadillacs, the Elvis type ones, but now you, you like if oh, I'm no, they're boring. nice. Not, not Cadillacs are nice. No, you have the Cadillac Escalade. Everybody likes that. The Escalade's very good, but you, mm. you like it's the Escalade blankets. Like, like you could basically blankets. go like the Mercedes, whatever is the Cadillac of cars. That's not patriotic. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's the Ford of blankets. Yeah, have you owned a Cadillac? No, but I enjoy. Don't you it. drive around the they Honda? They are very. They're, I'll tell you this. Maybe this is what they're. Referring to. They are very comfortable. Even if you get into a Cadillac like a uh, town car, right. that's what you usually get picked up in. Is yeah, but you you you've driven the time I've known you a Honda, and now you drive an Audi. I used to have a so patriotic. No, I, had a, I drive a Dodge Challenger and just for, go brum 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 down the street first like of a all, real American. First of all, I own I own a Ford F two fifty custom oh, yeah, special right do, now, yeah, and I do. used to have a Ford F one fifty crew cab. Okay, so right. I take it. it. I take it all America. back. I take it all back. <laughs> Who knew this game would take such a turn? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, another name: Thomas Boatwright. Uh, he's a sheriff because you've already given us three like NASCAR drivers, and yeah, I'm not a moron. And he's a sheriff too because I could think of his logo. He's like, uh, it, the, if you don't want to be wrong, vote for Boatwright. That's what <laughs> I would say. <laughs> what about Byron Yerby? Wait, was it a sheriff? Yeah, sorry, sheriff. Yes, it was. Yes, sir, sheriff. Sheriff. Byron Yerby. Sheriff. Byron Yerby. Yerby. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a he's got that late night show where you mm. tell the jokes. <laughs> Yerby tonight. Sheriff Unleashed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, is he a sheriff? Yeah, is that sheriff. the clue? Okay. Yeah. All right, we got all of them. <laughs> how many? How many are there, Jack? There's a lot, but I'll just do like a few more. <laughs> wait, how many did you do? Like thirty? He's we've done already, his research. We've already done five. How many? Yeah, how like, do, do one more. How do long is this guy for? Okay, I'll, I'll Dick Trickle. Uh, Dick Trickle. Um, he's uh, a NASCAR driver. Like my friend Smelly Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dick Trickle. He would. Have I know to, this one. He'd have to be a NASCAR driver. Yeah. yeah. I'll just run through the rest of the names in here just because they're ridiculous. So for the rest of the NASCAR names, we have Bobby Hillen Jr., Ricky Rudd, Ernie Irvin, Dale Jarrett, Rusty Wallace, Sterling Marlin. And then for sheriffs, we've got Huey, nicknamed Hoss Mack. We got Buck Rogers, sheriff. Awesome. <laughs> the, the space comic Buck Rogers is a sheriff. Uh, Sid Lockhart. We have Hal Allred, and then the last one is Horace Moore. 
I feel like they do names in Alabama the same way Jim does the intro, which is just like looking at things in the room and then naming their children. Tom Lamp. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to take a break for some ads. Oh, yeah. Ads. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, you remember the days when you're ready to go, eh? when you were young and you had a bloody stiffy on you all the bloody time. Many of us, those <laughs> those days are over. Not me. I have no problem. Uh, except for when I do. And that's when I take Blue Chew. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluechew.com. Jesus. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime. Day, night, that little bit in between where you're like, oh, I could, I could, I could hit a few golf balls maybe. Dusk. It's still not dark enough. Twilight. Okay. Take it at twilight. <laughs> Even on a full stomach. You know, you don't have to. I've always got a full stomach, so that's good for me. <laughs> so you can always be re, re, really ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, that's in the dick area. Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to wait in an office or wait in line in a pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. It's not going to be like a, the box isn't going to look like a big dick or anything. Yep. It's just going to be a little tiny, nice, discreet mm, box. Good. I, I get them. I get them. I go, they, they bloody come to my house. If anyone wants to come and see direction, I'm your man. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going to take you up on that. They're mainly USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness. You don't want to be awkward going up to the counter. There's a good-looking woman. You go, oh, and uh, I'd also like my uh, erection pills, please, like that. No, 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 none of that. None of that. No awkwardness. You don't have to leave the house. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. And get your first shipment free. You get it free that comes to your house. You'll be happy when you use the special promo code Jim. That's J-I-M. And you get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. <laughs> promo code Jim. And try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring our podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, when you, the people at home, support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use the promo code JIM, J-I-M, at bluechew.com. Hey, you at home, do you have a butthole? I bet you do. Because if you don't have one, you'll die. They're vital to our existence. Mm. But if you do have a butthole, like I do, oh, God, it's a car wreck of a bloody thing. <laughs> I try to wipe it. It's fucking prolapsing all over the place. <laughs> I can never get it clean. The blood just drips and drips. Jesus. This is an ad for you, if you're like me. <laughs> it's hard to believe that when <laughs> that when we all go to the bathroom in this country, most of us, 
wipe instead of wash. I've never understood that. Every other part of your body, you've got soap and you're putting yeah. shampoo in, and then there's the area with shit. You go, a bit of paper will suffice. Yeah. 100%. So gross. Right? Like, we, we don't, like, we don't wash it. Yeah. We don't wash it. But now we do. For years, bidets. Bidets. That's uh, Australian French greeting. Bidet. (laughs) (laughs) Have been available, but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. The Hello Tushy modern bidet attachment is here to to, uh, democratize. (laughs) Democratize. Democratize? Yeah. Democratize the blessing bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. $79. And it doesn't do it just once. It does it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's every, on your every time. Single time. How many times? Bit of a personal story here. How many times have you wiped your ass for us and then you've just, you haven't gotten it all? It's still a bit there, a bit of shit there and you go, um, I'm, I'm calling calling it quits. And you're walking around with a bit of shit on your ass. That won't happen again. Well, I used to. I own one of these. Yeah? Me too. It's, uh, I, 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 don't, I can't tell you how good these are. Jackson's stalling mine yep. tonight. Here it is. That's, that's Jackson's It's job. something you don't really want to talk about, but trust me, you don't. You get I, one of these. I don't even like want to go anywhere without a bidet at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, that's I'm how good they this, are. This is the thing with the bidet. It attaches to your existing toilet. Requires no electricity or additional plumbing and cuts the toilet paper used by 80%. You'll be saving the toilet paper money. Your ass will be cleaner. So the Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in just a few months. You get that with a bit of solar panels or whatever, they're, they're, they're paying you money. <laughs> because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply, it, it just can't cut it when it comes to hand-free poop experience. Ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy bidet attachment. And every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with 60 day, 60, 60 day, that's two months, 60 day, risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. That means you can get your ass clean yeah. for 60 days and go, no, oh, this isn't for me, and they'll give you the money back. Blast right? your butthole for 60 <laughs> days, you'll never, you'll never go after back. After 60 days, you'll probably be engaged to the bloody thing because it's brilliant. <laughs> Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash gym to get 10% off. So you're saving the money right there. This special offer is for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash gym for 10% off. Hellotushy.com slash gym. And we thank Hello Tushy for sponsoring this show. Yeah. Uh, all right, now it's time to introduce our guest. Please welcome to the show Richard Martin. Richard Martin, I know that name. Do you? I, <laughs> or is that I, just two common names? Exactly, yeah, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I think I went to school with a Richard Martin. <laughs> are, you, are you the guy I went to school with? Probably not. Uh, I, I I wouldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, you know, I might be Richard Martin, the famous Canadian hockey player. Is uh, you, are you Canadian? No, he's just throwing you out. Richard Martin was like a comedian, a hockey player. Yeah, he, there was there was a Richard Martin and the Montreal uh, Canadian. Okay. Yeah, he was one of the French Canadians. You know how I feel about them. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So here's what we're going to do, Richard. Uh, this is the 
part of the show. Uh, oh, we have the music thing. How are we supposed to even do this? This is our so part of the show called yeah. Judging a Book by Its Cover. Play it, Jack. Yes, though. Yes, though. Yes, though. Judging a book by its cover. All right. That is a real intro song. That's one of those songs that uh, you wouldn't listen to other... Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. It's not going to be a hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been um, replaying it's, that it's on only... my Spotify all week. <laughs> there you go. It's a bit catchy. So, yes, no, yes, Alexa, play that one again. Yeah. So Jim is going to try and guess what you're here to talk about, what you're an expert in. Um, a lot. Of, he can ask yes or no questions. A lot of times he goes, tries to go in the background. There's not a lot there for no, you. No, I can't. I can't. So go ahead, Jim. Ask him some yes or no questions. Well, you've got a beard. That means you're probably an intellectual, like a professor or something like that. <laughs> You have a beard. Yeah, but uh, I've got a different, but he looks like he, I've got a quarantine beard. He looks like he's having a beard on the regular. Okay. So are you a professor? Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, do you deal in history? No. No, okay. Uh, a professor. Um, uh, do you specialize in politics? No. No. All right, then I'm out. But I got professor. I'm pretty good with yeah. that. You always get professor after professor because you ask him that every time. That was, I got it first and I got it because of the <laughs> you, beard. You usually oh. ask him if they wrote a book. Have you written a book? Yes. All right. He's a professor who wrote a book. Yeah, okay. I love that you uh, think that that's the, the likelihood of us having a professor is very high on a, on a podcast where we need experts. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, uh, is the thing that you're a professor in, is it something that is in popular culture? Like, does everyone have an opinion on it? I'm afraid so. All right. I, I'll give you a hint, okay? What we're going to talk about, we visited recently an area where this, this, this is what we're going to talk about. Where this all, where he's an expert that we're talking about takes place. Uh, so he's, he's got something to do with Mecca or something like that. Not that we, we didn't go to Mecca. What we, went, we went. To, <laughs> you don't remember your pilgrimage? <laughs> we, went, we went to Israel. That's not where Mecca is. I know, but there's a lot of religious stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Israel. There's a lot of people with different hats. Just, I remember. Be, just before Israel, where were we? Just before Israel, we were in uh, Prague. Nope. We flew from this country to Israel. We were in Germany. No, you don't even remember where we flew from to Israel? We were there. He does travel a lot. I know, but I was there too. Three days. We were there in three days. Greece. Yeah. Ah, Greece. I had Greek food the other day. Yeah. This guy's a professor in dry roast. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, dry roast. I thought he said dry roast. (laughs) Also dry rub roasts. Richard... P. Martin is the Anthony and Isabel Raubacek Professor of Classics at Stanford University. His book on archaic Greek poetry, culture, and myth is Mythologizing Performance. It just came out. It's available everywhere. He's going to here to talk to us today about Greek mythology. Greek mythology. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about that. I, I, <laughs> I know I had a school teacher who was always bringing up like Greek mythology, and I, I okay, give me give me a go. Well, I reckon. Well, well, hold on. I just your intro. I just wanted to make sure I pronounced that right because it's like your professor. It's Anthony and Isabel Raubacek. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his name. He taught at Stanford for a long time, and uh, then he died, and then his friends gave money to create the chair. Oh, okay, and so then you then you become the professor of that. Okay, I got that. Yeah. Um, he has other books out too as well: Healing, Sacrifice, and Battle, The Language of Heroes, Myths of the Ancient Greeks, and Classical Mythology. But uh, yeah, and I just I look mythologizing performance. I don't, I just came out what a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, about a so, month ago. So go out there. You can look on Google Books. I saw it on there. Write a review. Write a nice review for him on there. 
Um, and I like your other interests too: Greek religion, comedy, ethnopoetics, medieval Irish literature, and modern Greek verbal art. No, uh, taking long walks on the beach or anything like that. And there, <laughs> you know, the beach in San Francisco was freezing cold. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I just learned that Stanford is in San Francisco. <laughs> Well, I thought that uh, was I thought that was on the other side of the country. Off to a good start. I did. I thought that was an East Coast uh, one. I'm American citizen. Very clever man. I, I think Stanford's just outside of San Francisco, right? Or, to be fair, it's like 40 miles away, so we have to deal with uh, Route 280 every time we go down there. But uh, Palo Alto, commute. I think. Yeah, the, the property Alto. prices are quite reasonably up there. No problem buying a house. No, no, no. That's where my brother easy. goes. Yeah, right. Well. Uh, <laughs> You just add a couple of zeros to your usual American house price. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple. <laughs> I was watching The Office the other day, and I thought, I wonder how much it is to buy a house in Scranton. So I checked on Zillow. I could buy like 10 of them today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but that, would, that would not be a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the landlord of Scranton. <laughs> um, all right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to ask Jim everything he thinks he knows about Greek mythology. I'm going to prod him along with some questions at the end of that we're going to grade him you're going to grade him on accuracy uh richard and um zero through ten ten being the best kelly's going to grade him on confidence i'm going to grade him on etc zero through ten mere mortal 11 through 20 god in training 21 through 30 dr zeus yeah i'm not going to do well in this one okay mere mortal this probably. is something that i uh have actively avoided all my life <laughs> <laughs> well good um so keeping in mind we're talking about greek mythology so right. well first of all what are myths uh, myths are things that are that are folklore, that are untruths, but they might be based in truth somewhere along the line. So, you know, there is a myth that this that or the other happens, you know what I mean? And how are they created? Like, why, uh, why, why are they created? I'm sorry, they're, why, they're, why? They're, why? They're normally um, created as cautionary tales or um, things to haunt people with or something they're, 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 they're told in folklore to bring a message to the people that's what happens there <laughs> all right and they're all, how are they created because people bullshit that's why <laughs> that's what our podcast is about right yeah, yeah. okay um when was greek mythology developed uh it would have been four i'm gonna five four thousand years ago Four thousand. What was that? What four thousand years ago? Yeah, two thousand BC. Okay, four thousand years ago. And the only reason I say that is because I've just been watching a documentary on Netflix about the new Egyptian tomb that they've just opened up, and that was four thousand one hundred years old. So I'm going to say it's a hundred years after that. <laughs> so Egyptians <laughs> opened the. T there was a tomb, and then Greek gods. Well, yeah, the all. pyramids, then the Greek gods, then Jesus. That's that's my order of stuff. Deductive reasoning. I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, in, in Greek mythology, how is the universe laid out? Um, what do you mean? How's it laid out? Like, you know, the, it's, there's a, a universe. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of uh, gods. Where do, it's, uh, where, do, where do the gods live? How about that? It's laid out on a Plato. <laughs> oh, thank mm. you, everyone. Louise, right. edit that out. What do you mean, how's it laid out? How about where do the gods live? Uh, they, they live up in Hades. Up in Hades? Yeah, in Hades. <laughs> Hades? On a Hades where the Vikings go when they're doing... No, that's, no, that's Valhalla. Um, Valhalla, they, they've got nothing to do with it. That's the Swedish people. Yeah, That was uh, in 4200 BC. So, right? so uh, oh, they live Mount Olympus. 
Mount Olympus. I used to live on Mount Olympus, and they they have different streets. Zeus That's Drive. Right. There you go. Yeah. I, li- I lived on yeah. Mount Olympus. You lived in a neighborhood called Mount Olympus. You just remember the street name. I lived. I lived, <laughs> I lived on, a, on, a, on, a, on a hill called Mount Olympus. I lived on Mount Olympus Drive, and it was Hercules and Zeus. <laughs> there you go. And all these You're off to things. a good start. Killing it. Uh, is there a heaven and a hell in Greek mythology? Uh, yeah, yeah, there'd be. Yeah, I reckon there would be. So I'm going to go yes. <laughs> any, any, you want to expound upon that? Or? Heaven would be utopia. That would be where we got that word. Uh-huh. And uh, hell would be dystopia. That's where we got that word? Yeah, as okay. well. We got those two words. In, in general, Greek gods were divided into three categories. What were they? Um, uh, hetero, straight, and other. <laughs> okay <laughs> no it was it's questioning him there's about 12 categories now but they're all more simpler back then oh yeah okay uh, male female other is is the original <laughs> the original ones those but are the gods now it's them they there and, and i'm i'm cool with all of it people in, c- in case you're typing right now and you're angry um okay uh how were the gods created um yeah, there was a bloke called mykonos who who started the comic books? It was and, a bloke, yeah, and he wrote, started the comic books. Yeah. Well, he started the, the 2000 BC comic. <laughs> books. He would have been writing something on a tablet. <laughs> he, he, they, were, they weren't. They, look, don't be silly, Forrest. They weren't comic books back then. But he had a tablet that yeah. that, that he brought out every week. Yeah, they were graphic novels. Yeah. yeah. I love I love on this podcast when you say "Don't be silly, Forrest" when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't be silly. Um, you're doing great. Uh, we're probably going to cut this question short because you clearly know nothing. But uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll just we'll just re-ask the questions to, I, I know to Richard. A, yeah. I know a few of the stories. I know a few of the stories. What stories do you know? There's the one with um, Darth Vader. No, no, okay. no, no, no. There's the one where yeah. he, where he, he gets told not to fly too close to the sun, and then he burns his wings. What was that? that? What was it? Ah, oh, that was. Is there Pegasuses involved? <laughs> Could be. That's uh that was um and then Pegasus is yeah, but the one that he flies too close to the sun and that teach that, that Yeah, you're fa- close. Yeah. That fable teaches you yeah. to just be happy with what you got, you know. All right. Don't we... try to don't try to get the hot chick. All right. You'll yeah. get your wings burnt. All right, let's just ask a few more so, questions. St- stick with uglies. That's the premise to <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Um how did Zeus come to be the most powerful god? Um, Zeus, Thor's thunder. Okay. Is Thor a real one or is Thor a made up one? <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> Thor, okay, right. so Zeus. No, Zeus is the Zeus is the god of thunder, and so he would have done it in it with a storm or something. Okay, let's just a speed round here. I'm going to say some things. If you know anything, just start. Yeah, otherwise, we're just going to go. Right. Um, you know anything about Kronos? Cronus? Uh, it's a disease where you shit yourself. <laughs> um, Pandora? Pandora, she had a box. Okay. And if you open it up, bad stuff. You Aphrodite? Don't, you, you, yeah, you don't want to see it. Aphrodite was uh, really good looking. Yeah. And she was mighty. What about she was Pan? Pan, not as good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Dionysus, is it ringing a bell? Um, n- no. All right, let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna stop. Well, what about uh, oh, you want, is, is it Nike or Nike? But uh, Nike, oh, yeah. you say Nike was the Greek goddess of what? Running. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> All right, Richard Martin. Uh, thanks for 
Thanks for hanging on there. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. That was the worst I've ever done. Well, we're going to learn about it. You know, it, um, I've taught myth for, I don't know, like 30 years, and uh, nobody ever flunks myth. Um, but you would come close. Uh, <laughs> I know a little bit about the Australian Dreamtime. That's the one that we. We're not talking about that today. What though. the hell is that? That's, uh, that's the Aboriginals' uh, religion where they uh, how things were made. All their stories like this: How were the rivers made? Ah, oh, frog drank too much water and then he vomited, and now we've got rivers. Yeah, Seems a bit simplistic. We're not talking about that today. Okay. So, so on zero to ten, uh, what would you give them? Zero is the worst. You're getting. It sounds about pretty bad. Um, I mean, it depends how much detail you expect. So Pandora ha has a box. That's right. Yeah. What, what can I say? It's not wrong. <laughs> uh, and there's more. There's more to the story. Um, Aphrodite, beautiful, sexy goddess. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. So there, <laughs> you know, we're at like what, fifteen out of thirty or twenty out of thirty? No, no, no. You zero through you, ten. Zero through you 10 only for do you. ten. We add them all together. Oh, so yeah, zero. Oh, oh okay. And, and it sounds like you're grading way too high. You just <laughs> said you're going to flunk them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is Stanford. So uh, what? Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, so. Let me think. You want to start from the beginning? Sure. Well, no, no, no. Just, just give, give them the grade. Give first. us a number and then we'll go through oh, it. Just yeah, the, yeah. the overall yeah. thing. Yeah, zero through ten. I Ten's would the best. Say like a three. Great. Right. Wow. Better than I thought. Very generous. Wait, wait, what's the best? Ten? Ten, ten yeah. Yeah, three. Okay, yeah, I, I, I was very strong <laughs> in one round, like Hercules. <laughs> yeah. But, well, we didn't get to Hercules. Yeah, yeah, Hercules, he was the strong bloke, could lift things. Yeah, got it. I'm, I'm going to give him a zero. Zero on confidence. That's what? Bad. I just did, told you about Hercules. Yeah, but you weren't confident. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to give you negative 4,000 on et cetera. Because <laughs> you said 4,000 BC and negative. But, but, you know, that one, that one was pretty close, I think. Okay, negative 3,000. Yeah. 4,000 was pretty close. See, I told you. All right, let's, let, let, let's start here. I, I asked Jim, what are myths? And um, th this one you might have gotten right yeah. now. You said folklore and based in truth. What are, what are missing and why are they created? Let's let's answer that. Well, so you know, I think you're halfway there. They're they're widely widely believed stories uh, that have some importance to more than one person, right? So you can't have like an individual myth, and they overlap with folklore, but they're much more specific. So myth says. You know, Hercules lived at a certain place in a certain time, whereas folklore is more like, well, there's this Jack and the Beanstalk character. Um, so they overlap to some extent, and to some extent they are used to warn people, like uh, the Icarus story that you got into. That's the one so, that flies. You know, the that's not totally the, the problem is that myths exist for all kinds of purposes. So some of them are political, some of them are kind of propaganda, some of them explain like the frog vomiting, you know, why you have a river. Mm. Um, so there's no good answer to where do they come from or what are they for, but you, you got a piece of it. All right. We should get, we, they, are myths still created? I don't even think. Oh, yeah, they're still, yeah, they're still created. Politics. Yeah. I, I, I know, I know stand-up comedians who tell me they have careers and they really don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they spread that rumor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, when was Greek mythology developed? You said he was close on that one. So, you know, it has to do with where do the Greeks come from and what do they bring with them. And so some of the stories we know must be older than 2000 B.C. They seem to have come into the area that they're in now around 2000 B.C. 
Uh, but they brought stories with them from the, their kind of mother culture. We can tell linguistically that Greek and Latin and Sanskrit and the Germanic languages were all one big happy family at one point, maybe around 4000 BC. And then they split off and they went to different places uh, from India to uh, Ireland. Uh, and so the Greeks get down to the Balkans around 2000 BC. But the, the thing is that myths keep developing. And so I would say between 2000 and say 500 BC, they're still turning out myths. Uh, and the beautiful thing about myths is you can just make up another version as long as it's kind of in the ballpark and you can get people to believe you, then you're good. And, and yet another complicating factor is writing. So they don't really have writing until around 800 BC. And you can convince anybody of anything if they can't run out and double check you in a library, right? So right. before you get writing, it's an oral culture, pretty much anything goes. So so myth is this continual process. So it's basically like Hollywood where somebody comes up with a story and then people just change it slightly and brand it as a new story. And it's so much like Hollywood that if one story does well, they just uh, clone it right to the next story. Mm. So, so, so Trump saying you should put bleach into your veins, is that a myth or is that could that become folklore? Or, yeah. or is that just an out-and-out out lie? Or, or is it... Well, that's a great story, too, because, you know, even in ancient Greece, this word that gives us myth, we, it's a Greek word. Mythos is the Greek word. Uh, in fact, if you were in Greece a few weeks ago, you probably saw a beer, mythos beer, mm -hmm. same word. Um, so one person's myth is another person's lie. Right. If you get a lie out there that's believable, and helps people kind of deal with their lives. Now, the, the bleach in the veins thing might not help you deal with your life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it so, might yeah. not go very far. Yeah. So when, when, if, my, if me and my wife are fighting and she yells at me, you're a liar, I can go, I'm more of a myth teller. Yeah, the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend. <laughs> I, would, I would say I'm a mythologue. Mythologue? Mythologue. Mythologue. Oh, yeah. Mythologue. There you go, Jim. Remember that one. I know some. I know some words in in Greece. Spanakopita, and yeah. and Bico's cola. I know them all. Oh yeah, Bico's cola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do people still like? Does anybody worship these gods anymore? No, this is. This... Well, actually, yeah, there is. Um, how should I say? I don't want to say wacko, but there's a, an interesting cult <laughs> in Greece. Uh, and every year they petition the Minister of Culture to let them into the Acropolis so they can do their little rites. So there are kind of neo-pagans who are still into it. Mm. And how, how was it really set up as a religion to begin with and then it just became folklore? Or was it like, like how long did people take this seriously for? Well, you know, they took it seriously at least 300, 400 years after Christ. So Christianity is around in the Mediterranean for couple of centuries before the old myths start dying out. And, and we know that people were worshiping Zeus and so forth up until 300 AD. Um, it was, you know, we can't really say how it was set up. The, the interesting thing about it is that myth and religion are kind of indistinguishable for the Greeks. And, and that we just can't wrap our heads around that because for us, you have religion very serious and entertainment. Mm. But for them, they're all one package. Right. So, I can make up a story about Zeus and you can make up a, a more convincing story and we don't have to believe it. It's not like dogma. It's not something you're going to get ejected from a church because there's no church, but it's still, you still believe in Zeus. 
and we know that because they bought and killed and sacrificed lots of animals uh, to Zeus and other gods, and that cost money. So, right. so they put their money where their myths were. Who, who are the, like how many gods did they have? Uh, mostly, they settled down to twelve. Um, but the group of 12 might vary from one city-state to another. There are 800 different city-states. Basically, every town is its own country. Uh, and you'd have a different set of gods slightly. Now, all the other little gods, if you add them in, plus the kind of demigods like heroes, you're up to about 1,000. Is it like, like the, is the main core group like the Justice League where there's like, um, like there's the Superman of the group and then there's like Aquaman who's fucking useless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that, that's not an accident. That's like, I think it's a narrative thing that just works for everybody, for Hollywood, for ancient Greeks. So you have the team, uh, but there's always squabbling in the team. And there are a couple of useless members of the team too. Uh, and some of them have superpowers and some of them just, you know, their powers that they uh, swallowed other people and that therefore they are, are a threat to the community like Zeus. Is there just um, one shitty god that can bend spoons? <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Yuri Geller, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Who's the, who's, who's the worst? Who's the god with the, the, the worst power? The so everybody, you, it's not a question. Hmm, that's a good question. He's, he's a guy um, who can tell whoever farted in the room. <laughs> Farticus. It, 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 <laughs> they all hate Ares, all right? Ares doesn't really, he's a, he goes berserk in war. But he doesn't really have, like, he's not a warrior type like Athena. Athena has strategic tactical skills in war. But Ares is just kind of uh, goes nuts. Oh, so, um, so his his talent is a temper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. really Highly bad. cultivated. Yeah. Ah, that's a good one. He's yeah. like Ben Stiller's character out of Mystery Men. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen Mystery Men. Oh, it's a good movie, Mystery Men. Fun film. Um. So where do the gods live? Um, and is there a heaven or hell? Jim said in Hades, Valhalla, Mount Olympus. Then he said Mount Olympus. Yes, there's a heaven and hell, heaventopia, and dystopia is hell. Well, there's definitely Mount Olympus. And uh, even in the early sources, there's kind of confusion. Is it the big mountain or do they live up in the heavens above the mountain? But um, Mount Olympus is where most of the gods hang out. Then Poseidon lives in the sea. Ah, Poseidon. And Hades lives in Hades. Yeah. Hades is always on the internet, just <laughs> spreading nastiness. He's a troll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Persephone lives with Hades um, two-thirds of the year. But then she comes up for another third of the year. Just a vacation home in Mount Olympus. Persephone's that female friend that... That, that that your wife has who <laughs> doesn't like you. <laughs> oh, Persephone again. Yeah, and you're like, why did you involve her in our lives? <laughs> she says that you should do better. Oh God, Persephone. <laughs> um, how were the gods created, and who ruled before the gods of Mount Olympus? Uh, Jim said a bloke called Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> the created the, 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 the gods. <laughs> the Italian. That would. It sounds like a great idea for a video game, but. Uh, <laughs> Mykonos is actually the name of an island, but you know, come to think of it, I think the island was named after somebody called Mykonos, uh, about whom about whom we know nothing else. Well, I do. Uh, <laughs> you know about him, Jim? 
Why do you think he got a fucking island named after him? Because he was a moron? Yeah, probably. Because he wrote great tablet stories. <laughs> I, I think the story is actually he's somehow held underneath the island because a giant threw an island at him and it kind of pinned him. But I'll have to check on that one. Yeah, and the people believe this <laughs> for a long time. Oh, it sounds well, believable. You know, what else do they have to do? Sitting, they don't have TV, radio, telegrams. They sit around at night um, around the hearth, mm. who's also a goddess, by the way, Hestia. Uh, and they just make stuff up. So, um, yeah, anything could become a story. Was the original Olympics, because we do in the Olympics, was that something to please the gods? I believe that. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, it's it, it's not just to please the gods, but it's a kind of funeral games that develop into sort of compensating the dead hero. So there was a hero called Pelops, uh, and he's buried at the running course in Olympia. Even today, they show the place where he's buried. Oh, uh, And then they, they developed um, the, the games as a way of kind of, you know, you suffer because he suffered. He, but you suffer by running around and he suffered by uh, getting killed. So so how were they created, though, the gods? Who, who, wrote, who wrote it? Who, who wrote the gods? He, well, he, they were just there before anybody wrote anything. Um but the, the, the gods we're talking about are really the third generation. So in the one long poem we have from around 700 BC, which tells the whole story, um, the gods start with this big gap called chaos, chaos, just means the gap. That's where the word chaos um, came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. That, that, mm. you got it. And out of chaos <laughs> came uh, earth and sky. What about wind and fire? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And Earth um, created her husband, Sky, and then he lay on top of her. I don't know how X-rated we can get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go into detail. The the sky fucked the Earth. (laughs) Egg me on. But uh, so uh, Sky lay on top of Earth. Oh, yeah. And uh, he kept procreating. Put some porn music on, Jack. (laughs) He he wouldn't get off of Earth. Um, Wow. She couldn't push him off. Right? So he's a rapist. So, yeah. so the kids could not come out of, of Earth because he was on top of her. Are you me tooing the sky? <laughs> yeah, basically. So, you know, but it gets, even, yeah, it gets it. even better. It's even better than Harvey Weinstein at this point because <laughs> uh, Earth, Earth recruits one of her sons, Kronos, and gives him a sickle. You know, the thing you cut uh, wheat with? Oh, yeah, yeah, like the Grim Reaper. Well, it was pretty grim. He cut the penis off of his father. Ooh, Ooh sky dick. Separating. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was common knowledge, but anyways. <laughs> no. If we knew about this, we'd be talking about it all the time. You, you, you could be lying right so, now. We're like, okay. That's right. Cut that's the right. dick so, off the sky. It is a myth so he after take, all. He takes the phallus of the father um, and they throw it into the uh, sea and uh, the blood drops develop into um, wrathful, vengeful goddesses on the land. But in the sea, what comes out of the penis of the father? Mm-hmm. What comes out? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, is, I would say a sperm whale. Not a rhetorical question. <laughs> a sperm whale. Hey, yeah, that's what close, they call that. Close, because there's this kind of frothy, spermy uh, scum. <laughs> and Aphrodite emerges from that. Uh, uh, that's the the birth of Aphrodite is from the the severed penis of her father. Sure, she doesn't yeah, like to tell that story. That's how it happens. <laughs> so you get a hot a hot chick. You got to get yourself a bit of sky dick. 
You have to sacrifice your penis. Yeah, throw the sky dick in the water and then you get a hot chick. What's so complicated? <laughs> Take notes, Jack. Yeah. Well, that's just Six the first generation. In the second generation, Kronos, who, who handled the sickle and castrated his father, um, he marries his sister. In those days, you could only marry your sisters, right? Right. Uh, so, <laughs> totally. Then he he learns <laughs> that his children will overthrow him, and having seen what he did to his father, he he decides to eat his children. Uh-huh. As one does. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> so he eats them all until uh, Zeus is about to be eaten, and the mother instead had enough of that, so she gives her husband a rock to eat like a big burrito right and he, he swallows it and spits up all the other kids so and then sick. zeus who who has been rescued zeus was not swallowed he's out there in crete he becomes king of the gods and so what were the other siblings called with the uh, bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> well the other siblings are are the olympian gods you know and love so his uh his wife hera and Hephaestus and Ares and Aphrodite and Hermes and Hestia and Dionysus and the whole gang. Is Cyclops, having a Cyclops, is that from Greek mythology or is that from movies? That's Greek myth. Yeah, yeah okay. Cyclops were there right from the beginning, pretty much. Um, is Medusa your one? Medusa? Medusa is one of ours, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about her. I mean, she's not a Cyclops, but she's the snaky haired, formerly beautiful, but then cursed and turned into a snaky-haired woman there used to be a strip uh, club i went to in birmingham england called medusas and i always thought geez that's a not a not a good name a woman that when you see you turn to rock well part of me did well, well, yeah. well, actually the title's pretty good yeah. now it does make sense well, second thought yeah there's lots of snakes in the room you turn checks to rock out. yeah yeah checks out um, have you been to Greece? Because I we, we went to Greece. Jim Jim has some opinions on Greece, but I like I like Greece. But you're eating food way too late. It's at 10, 11 hey, o'clock he, for dinner. You've you've been well, to Greece? Nothing. You should go to Buenos Aires. So they they just start rolling out at ten. You know, they start having cocktails at ten at night, and then they eat around midnight. I don't know when they work, but uh, so so Greece is tame compared to Argentina. But yeah, I go to Greece at least once a year. Also, um, retirement age is 45 in Greece. Yeah, well, it, it, uh, they're trying to change that, yes. Uh, but And work itself can be, you know, not that burdensome. It, it's a very laid-back place. Yeah, I, I, I like well, You it. know, they did a lot better than we did with COVID. So wow. they, they were on it from Most the beginning. Most people did. Must be all the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all puffing away there. Well, it is funny that you say they're laid back because that was like we did. We went to um, like the Acropolis and stuff, and like that. James, you've said on other podcasts, like they 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 said they were supposed to be working on it, but nobody was working on it. Like they were just like, yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, there was scaffolding everywhere. It was the middle of a Tuesday, and there was no one working on the bloody thing. It's like, when are you going to fix it? Uh, yeah. And then there's they don't even give you a little pamphlet when you go to the Acropolis yep. to go walk around. They just got to go. Ah, oh, it's up there. Take a picture. They don't like. Uh, see- well, well, there's a reason for that because there are guides, uh, official guides. No unofficial guides are allowed, and the guides line up right near the entrance there, and you're supposed to uh, pay them. 
uh, if you really want the deal or, or else, you know, you use your phone or something, but uh, oh, they, yeah, you know, they, uh, you're not going to get a pamphlet free. We must have looked very unfriendly. They didn't even approach us, the nah, guides. Nah. No one wanted well, our business. They thought you knew everything already. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... We went to, down to Plato's prison. I like that. Was it Socrates. Socrates prison. Socrates. Yeah, that was all right. That's yeah. where he would have sat there going, life's a lot like a... Box of chocolate? No, uh, that wasn't him. <laughs> that wasn't his one. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure that was Socrates. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he did that one. Yeah. He's like, uh, what's the? You want to have some sunshine? You got to do whatever. You know, things like that. That was Dolly Parton, I think. Oh no, that was like, if you want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of cats. There was a lot of cats at the crowd. Yeah, there was cats everywhere. There's cats wandering yeah. around everywhere. And you could pat them. They were pretty approachable. They didn't claw you because I went to. <laughs> I went to Spain and the fucking cats attack you. You, you. you see the cats in Spain and you go, oh, it's have to scratch you. But the grease, the grease cats were very approachable. No, well, they're, they're very photogenic and they're very useful because they keep down the rodent population. And so people, well, it's kind of circular because people leave out dishes of food for the cats, which I'm sure attract rats. Right. And yeah. then the cats get the rats. But they're, yeah, they're, they're laid back also. Yeah, they're all laid back. It's just the grease. culture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh, let's go through some of the gods, Jim. Zeus. Zeus. Yeah, he's the number I'll, one. I'll say it again. What is Zeus a god of? He's a god of thunder. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, it's not really why he. Well, he rules because he's way up on top of everything, and you can conveniently hit stuff with your thunderbolt from up there. But also, um, he was threatened that one of his children would overthrow him. And having learned from his father and grandfather, he swallowed uh, the wife that was going to produce that child, mm. right? And the wife's name was a, the English equivalent is cunning intelligence. Uh, Matis is her name. Uh, so she's like all of the intelligence you ever need. And she's inside him. Oh, uh, so he's smart. But she was, she was pregnant when he swallowed her. And therefore, you know, uh, energy is never lost. Um, Athena was born out of the head of Zeus because Athena was the child who was in the womb of cunning intelligence when Zeus swallowed his wife. Wait a minute. So who was born from the cutoff dick in the water? Um, Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Okay. Does everybody in in Greece have daddy issues? Because this is all very fucked up. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) And why hasn't any car company ever called one of their cars a Zeus? What do you mean? Yeah, um, I, I, my father used to drive a Holden Apollo. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Apollo, really? yeah, like that was one of the cars in Australia. I always feel like Greek gods are good names for cars. We've never brought out the uh, Honda Zeus. Isn't there like a Thunderbolt? Yeah, I just think Maybe that, that's a nod to I don't know. I, I used to poke around for my uh, PowerPoint slides. There were all kinds of generators out there you can get like for your house called Zeus Generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but, but a car, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. All right, Hercules, Jim, who's that? Hercules is the god of strength. Well, he's not really a god, but he, he, it's another complicated story. He gets to Olympus finally uh, after a lifetime battling Hera, and so he finally is commemorated, and he's like one of the few heroes who makes it to god land, but he's not technically a god. They have problems placing him. Is he a person? Is he a god? Uh, he's definitely the strongest one. But he's also the most berserk one. Ooh. He he goes nuts at least three times and kills either wives or families, and then he has to go places and like dress in women's clothing and uh, 
what? As, as part of his penance, yeah, he has to. There's one episode where he has to dress up like a, a woman. <laughs> one episode, uh, season five, <laughs> and they change yeah. writers. When they started running, they, out they of really, they really jumped a shark on that one. Uh, we, we, you, you easily could be someone just making stuff up right now. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is all for real. You can, you can find it. So Her- Hercules was a hero that occasionally would kill families, and they'd go, "Oh, fuck off, Hercules. Go wear a dress." He'd be like, "All right." You know, <laughs> Shouldn't right, have killed that know, family. You know what captures this brilliantly? God of War Two, I think it is. I, I once got involved in a case as an expert witness when somebody sued God of War. That said what? he sued Sony Corporation. What the video game? God yeah. of War. Yeah, yeah the video okay. game. I mean, okay. the video game is actually quite accurate for the story of Hercules. They just call the guy Kratos or Kratos, but he he kills his family too in the video game. Mm. So they were on it. Jeez. Ah. Then, have you ever seen Hercules in New York? Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. that, you know that? It's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. His and he was so unknown that in the credits they called him Arnold Strong. They figured, what a stupid name! Yeah. He, he he has an no, American voice dubbed over the top, and he's like, "Hey, I'm really happy to be here." <laughs> oh, I'm that. Hercules, and all that type of stuff. It was before the Terminator, and he could hardly speak English. He was like Mr. Yeah. Universe. Yeah. yeah. At that stage, it's or... terrific, and and it has the the uh, you know video quality is like a security camera <laughs> from the nineteen seventies. It's amazing. He's riding a chariot down Wall Street. Oh like my god, I have to watch it's, this. Uh, or Broadway. It's, it's 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 a real thing. It was on TV the other day. Well, what it was? Yeah, it was channel flicking. It was on. What do you watch there, though? I saw I saw it on TV the other day for like I saw it once like twenty years ago, and I saw it once again recently. Wow. Um, wonderful, wonderful movie. You just <laughs> <laughs> you just mentioned Hera, and then she's known for repeatedly turning herself back into something famous. Do you know what it is, Jim? Well, that, yeah, uh, she's so, uh, uh, she's uh, an insta ho. Ask, ask him, and then I'll see. He said he's an insta ho. She turns herself back into something constantly. It's a she hit yeah. Hera. Yeah. Um, uh, once a month, she loses her mind and starts killing everyone, and then. Yeah. Just when she's on her period? Yeah, I, I didn't say it, Kelly. <laughs> I didn't say it. Close. Um, once a year, she can turn herself back into a virgin. Mm. Oh. And that's just called <laughs> lying to people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a virgin, too. Yeah, she's like, it's like when she gets pregnant and the baby comes out, she goes, when you come out, put the wall back up with you. <laughs> I don't even know why that'd be a benefit. Why would you want to be a tell people you're a virgin still? Yeah, people hold that in esteem. Well, when yeah, in that time, it was a good thing to be a virgin. Yeah, yeah it's bad. And you could sell your virginity on the internet now, so that's cool. Look at Sad Jack. <laughs> 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 um, okay, and then uh, I mentioned Pan. Yeah, Pan. What about Pan? He was... Uh, he had a, a flute. Oh, yeah, the Pan flute. He's the bloody half horse... Half, um, uh, half, half man. Centaur? Yeah, he's like a centaur. Anything special about the flute? It's a pan flute. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one of those ones that go... <laughs> with the, the, like the Asians like them. Uh, I mean, every episode, we have to have Jim say a questionable Asian comment. <laughs> it may or not be cut. It, 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 the pan flute's very big when you're getting a massage. <laughs> 50 percent of all pan music is uh, massage based. You've never sat at home just to relax and go. Hey, wait, 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 put wait. on a bit of the pan flute. Wait, wait. Pan music is massage based. 
Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they can say, time to calm down. <laughs> Just relax and sit back. <laughs> That's what happens. Your flute impression's terrible. <laughs> 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 it's like a little Irish fella. Like, no, you, you do a pan flute. <laughs> yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly is a pan flute. Huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. Good, the bad, well, and the ugly. The, you know, um, pan pipe, I think I would call it. But, pan pipe. Uh, you know, because they have, they are obsessed with with flutes and pipes, and uh, and they all involve um, sex of some sort. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there are innumerable jokes when you're playing a pipe. You really. Uh, well, I reckon with a pan with a pan yeah. pipe, you could wank off maybe eight small dick men at once. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so they, they, if they, if they, they all stood next that. to each other, you could really go for it. Well, it and it, it helps that his name, Pan, means all. All the dicks. Well, that's kind of what it is. It's not, it's not in the Odyssey, but you know the story of Odysseus and Penelope and Odysseus. Uh, of course. Years and Penelope has been beset by 108 suitors, uh, but of course she hasn't gone with any of them, and everything is hunky dory. But there is another story that was not told in the Odyssey, but we know was around in the fifth century BC that she actually slept with all the suitors, and the result was the god Pan, whose name means all. That's yeah. Pan means all. So why does he have a flute? Uh, because he's a sort of shepherd. He's actually part goat. He's part goat. He's half and half, isn't he? Do you think uh, that's where the euphemism skin flute came from for penis? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. You no, know, believe me, they have exactly the same analogy <laughs> going on. There are lots of uh, kind of X-rated ancient Greek vases you can see uh, illustrating this stuff. But, is uh, yeah. what, is the uh, I, I I don't know much about this, but in the in the in the prostitute arena, Greek style means anal. Mm -hmm. It means oh. anal. The prostitute arena. Yeah. No, if if you ask for the Lakers play. If you ask for if you ask for Greek style, it means anal. Why why is that? Is that because they're trying to keep their virginities? Is that a known thing to you that this that's called Greek style? A, I can believe it because there was in the nineteenth century a Greek love meant basically uh, pederastic uh, anal sex. So, um, and the Greeks, especially upper class Athenian Greeks of the sixth, fifth century BC, um, it's hard to say that they were, you know, homosexual or something like that. Yeah, they didn't have those categories, but there was a period of time in the life of a young boy from say the age of 14 to 16, when it was expected that he would hang out with an older male lover. Mm. Um, with they didn't always do it um, Greek style. They, they, there's something called intercrural uh, intercourse was the preferred mode with like, I don't want to get into details, but you can look it up. Uh, but yeah, so there was an association uh, of Greek love with male-on-male uh, -male activity. It was called shove it in my ass a loss. <laughs> no, that was, that was In different. some context, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so that, I forgot to ask that question. In general, I said Greek gods were divided into three categories. Jim said male, female, other, because you just mentioned. What are the categories? Um, so usually it's uh, gods of the uh, upper 
upper air, like Mount Olympus, gods of the sea, like Poseidon and uh, all these other minor sea gods, and then the underground god types. Oh, you didn't mention. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. The underground like ones, the wormy. Do, do we find okay. out about heaven and hell? Was the hell Those are the hell? ones that you're into, but you don't want other people to be into them, so you're still cool. Oh, yeah, the underground <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the heaven, there's no real like reward for being good and you go to heaven, uh, but then again, there's no real punishment for being bad and you go to hell. But they they were well aware of the fact that you die and you get put in the ground. So Hades, for them, the realm of Hades is this kind of dank underground holding chamber where you can talk and talk to other people down there, but you're never going to get out. And, and so that's the worst thing about it. You're not punished. There's no devil, but you're just dead. Um, and on the other hand, there's no real reason to be super good because there's no like reward in heaven. All of that stuff comes from So you're just in dirt religions. prison. You're just under yeah. the ground like a mole for the rest of your life. Yeah. I can, but, I can deal but with your it. descendants are still winning prizes at the Olympics and shedding glory on the family. So you kind of get this reflected glory. And you um, get to look up at them. Yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> Upskirting. Uh, this is important because Jim, <laughs> Jim, okay, how do you pronounce Nike. Nike. Uh, he, he said he, so. Some, most people now say Nike, like the sneaker. Nike is what I would uh, say Nike. in uh, ancient terms. This Jim just says Nike, and we were, we've been telling him that's wrong. No, it, I'll tell you why it's right. <laughs> Do you ride around on a bikey? No, but that's not. That, there yeah, are plenty yeah, of examples, that examples of words that. Yeah. All right, that so we call it Adidas. Adidas, but that's an Australian thing. The Adidas thing. Adidas. I was gonna say it's because it's a dude's name. But so you're saying it's Nike was originally, isn't it? Nike, yeah. So it'd be closer to Nike than Nike. I don't, I don't know how it became Nike, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's Mikey, right? Remember the old cereal commercial, Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah. yeah, but that has a Y on the end. You say Mike, you don't say uh, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Mike Mikey. That's, that's true. Yeah. But I'm gonna say, how do we say Nike? 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 How about we start saying that? I'm Everyone who that. listens to this podcast go, oh, you got uh, uh, Nike okay. Jordans. Oh. <laughs> they do sound yeah. fancier when yeah, you say it that way. Nike. You got the Nike shoes. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. And I like it. I like it. Like 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 Jim said he's the god of running. Uh, well, it's a goddess, first of all. <gasps> oh, um, and shame. remarkably. Not went on, you him. That other category. But there's a lot of uh, depictions of her running because she was the goddess who would sort of bring you the wreath when you won the Olympics and or when the Greeks won a victory, you know, she was thought to be there. Um, There's a statue of, of uh, Athena holding a little Nike in her hand. And, and when you went to the Acropolis, the first little temple you see before you look up at the big one, that's the temple of Nike. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that now. Hmm. So she's always yeah. in the vicinity. Sorry, I just had a yawn and nothing, nothing, <laughs> per, nothing personal, I just didn't sleep well last night. Um, Jim asked if Thor was part of Greek mythology. Is Thor real? Well, I mean, is Zeus real? He's as real as uh, Zeus is. But it's a Scandinavian thing, Thor. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. that means bloody, bloody Thor. <laughs> um, why is everything so sexual in Greek mythology? It just seems it's like a lot of sex. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think this was just the way the world was and is in societies that have, first of all, polytheistic religions with a whole bunch of gods and societies that often track their genealogy back to gods, right? 
So if you're going to say, well, we got 5,000 families in this town, but we know we all come from God. So how's that possible? Well, the gods were just doing it with everything in sight. So um, there, there are reasons for it. And, and, you know, they had a healthy interest in sex. Um, I think they also use myth as a sort of way, almost a handbook of thinking through all of the problems in their life. And, and clearly one of the problems of people generally is sex. So it's like more realistic than other religions. Yeah, sex was like super prevalent and having orgies and all that stuff basically until Christianity was introduced, right? They like, ruined it. Yeah, they had- is that why? Is that why general? Uh, no, this, I got that wrong. I was going to say papilloma. papilloma? What's that? Oh, the papilloma. human papilloma virus. Yeah, papilloma virus. Does that come from Greek? Oh, I have no idea. Mm. It sounds like a Greek word, but uh, did you get it from somebody Greek? I gave it to some <laughs> Greeks. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is the uh, the part of the show where we ask you to share a dinner party fact with us. This is um, a fact or facts that the expert gives to us that so people can share. When I, did, they... I just got one question. Okay, go ahead. Did, did the did the Greek gods ever travel to other countries? Was there like like or did other countries steal them? Like it, like you know how Mexico's got like their type of characters that they've got the <laughs> yeah you, you know I mean, you're saying they have different gods. They have and different then the, gods. The Roman gods were different. Yeah, yeah, and the Roman gods and all that sort of stuff. Did they ever just nick the Greek gods and? Rename them Macho Libre or whatever. It, it looks like the Romans <laughs> were heavily into recycling Greek gods. Uh, I mean, they did have, as you say, they had the Roman names for gods, but then they very carefully, because Greek was the, the more prestigious culture, they sort of took over all the Greek stories. And we don't have a whole lot of authentic indigenous Roman stories about Roman gods. Uh, and some people thought, even in the fifth century BC, that Greek gods came from Egypt. Uh, one of the historians, Herodotus, has a whole shtick about how actually these gods were imported. Uh, and then in the stories themselves, like the Odyssey, the gods go off and visit uh, Ethiopia. Uh, it wasn't a country, of course, at that point, but there were people called the Ethiopes, uh, Egypt. So they they travel widely, and there's much less emphasis on sort of national boundaries in the ancient Mediterranean world. Do Greece have a, do they have a claim to being the beginning of civilization? Because Israel's very big on this, that where 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 everything started, then Egypt sort of like where, where everything started. Do, the, do Greece have a claim on this as well? You know, it wasn't so nationalist and universal. They had stories about various Greeks who invented things like writing or dice games or you know various pieces of machinery, but I don't think they ever took credit for civilization, you know, full stop. Um, so they were pretty clever at uh, not making claims they couldn't support in that way, at least. Um, and I think that goes with the polytheism too, because you know you could say, well, Zeus did this, and I could say, yeah, but Hera did that, and so polytheism gives you a whole lot of uh, wiggle room. All right, dinner All right. party facts. Sorry, cool. I just wanted to ask these two That's things. That's okay, Sorry. yeah. So time for the dinner party facts. There's a, uh, something that we can tell our listeners, our viewers, uh, that other people might not know and they can sound smart if they're at a party or a bar. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff. But, um, you know, one I thought of, apart from the fact that uh, Penelope gives birth to Pan in one story. There's another story connected with the Odyssey. So a lot of people have read the Odyssey or heard about it or saw the NBC miniseries or something. Uh, 
but they don't know the story of what happens after Odysseus gets home. And I'll try to make it as short as possible. So Odysseus gets home, sees Penelope after 20 years, and then after a while he heads out again and he goes to the mainland and he gets involved with another queen and marries her and has a son. And then he comes home to Ithaca again and then he goes off again. Finally, he's home in Ithaca and uh, a young guy comes uh, attacking the island. And he goes down to defend his island of Ithaca in the far west and gets killed by the young guy who is bearing a uh, javelin that has the spine of a sea turtle. Mm. Only after Odysseus is killed does he learn or does his family learn that the guy who killed him was his bastard son, Telegonus, who is the son of Circe, with whom uh, Odysseus spent a year having sex uh, in the Odyssey. So Odysseus is finally killed by his bastard son, but it's not over. Telegonus takes the body back to Circe's home island, the, the witch Circe, and then Telegonus marries Penelope. Uh, they bury Odysseus, and Telemachus, the son of Odysseus, marries Circe. So it's just like... Uh, I, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to remember that in a bar. Uh, telenovela. That's yeah. a lot. That's a yeah, lot sorry. to remember. The, the problem with the myth is that it's all you know. Yeah, it's so complicated. I was hoping you just story. said he has two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you you can say that, and who's going to disprove it? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, there you yeah. go. All right. Um, all right. It's, I went to Ithaca College. Not a fun fact, but it's a fact. Um, all right, uh, Richard Martin, thank you very much for being with us. We learned a lot today about Thanks Greek mythology. Thanks for being mythology. the show, mate. I appreciate it. Um, thank uh, you. Uh, again, his new book is called Myth Mythologizing Performance. It's available everywhere. You can Google Mythologizing Performance or Richard Martin, and you can find it. And uh, Jim, take us out. All right, mate. If you're ever at a party, right, someone starts harping on about Greek mythology, uh, you, you can go to him. I don't know about that. And you can walk away. <laughs> Good night, Australia. Why, hello, it's your old pal, Sarah Silverman, and I have a podcast called The Sarah Silverman Podcast. Yeah, I could have been more creative with the title, but you never go, hey, did you see last week tonight? No, you say, did you catch John Oliver? So, yeah, I'm a dreamer, but I'm a realist. I talk about all kinds of stuff from politics to breakfast cereal and everything in between. What are there, like three to four things in between? I'm super smart. I'm, I'm super dumb. I uh, have strong opinions, which I might change completely tomorrow. You're not always going to agree with me, but I don't know. I'm doing the best I can with what I've been given. If you don't like it, uh, give me more.